Time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. Yeah, you got that right, big fella. Here we are on the first Friday of Malloy. Hello, Dangerous Dave. G'day, Mickey. Feeling good for the week. It'll be a long weekend for a lot of people. Can I still too, call I? you Dangerous Dave? Well, I've got thoughts oh, on that. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> There's a bombshell <laughs> coming down the pike, people. You're right, it is a big shard. It's all about the guests today. Matt. Two, two of my favourite people in the world, Mine Merrick too. Watts and Ross Noble. Does it get any funnier? Does it, it will. get any A-listier or blue chip <laughs> than those two swinging by on a Friday to It'll chew be the dur- Railed in no time. I can't uh, wait. We need a couple of radio clowns in we here, do. I reckon, today. Things are yeah. going to get bent out of shape. Can't wait. Mark my words. Before we get there, though, Clown of the Week, full as a oh, gorg. Oh, man, give us one. What do you got? Um, Trump will be in there, of yep. course. A big week for him. Yeah. Our own Prime Minister and comments regarding Australia Day uh, are just mind-blowingly... Uh, a bit tone-deaf, I uh, think. Tone-deaf. And ridiculous. We will get to the bottom of that. Good Lord, how hard is it, people, just to be decent? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, as well as that, we will have... Song uh, Whisperer. Uh, Song Whisperer will be up He's coming up. We'll have the weekend review. Yes. We'll wrap it up and... Uh, oh, we may get uh, Maddie, our producer, to explain a couple of things he did Oh, yeah. Maddie on the pots and pants. Maddie Dow. We'll be up and <laughs> running. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. So much to oh, get man, on the program. That sounds like a good way... To cap the first week of Malloy. Well done, by the way. As opposed, uh, flying solo. Oh, I think you've done kind. a good job. Well, I feel great job. Uh, I, I miss Jane a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of strange feeling around here, but it's uh, it'll take a bit of adjustment. We though. will yeah, bat on well. in honour of Jane. Though, well, well, what do we do? We're still sending out limited release well, so... uh, souvenir edition Kissy Malloy prize packs. That is what the most. <laughs> I mean, so let me get this straight. You've yeah. got you've got a cupboard or a truck out the back. There that's is full a, of this yeah. merch, merch mm-hmm. and rather than just set, set it out to sea quietly, well, you wouldn't. Do you've that. got to give it away, even oh, though yeah. we've changed the name of the show. Well, it's a we like to call what's it. In, your, what's in the prize pack? Your Kennedy Malloy memorabilia pack. Uh, well, there's a wine cooler in there. There's a stubby holder. There's a coaster that doubles at a, as a bottle opener as well. Oh, um, that's a truly shit. <laughs> there's nothing. No, there's no, there's no hoodies or uh, beanies or um, t-shirts in there. We're, we're, we're down to the. That's worse than the days when you got an icy cold can of coke and a yeah and a Bon Jovi CD, Who magazine or something. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but you know that's the thing. We'll give those away and and oh, they will yeah. become uh, collectors' items because uh, that show no longer exists. It doesn't, sadly, except mm. in the hearts and minds of oh, people yeah. all over Australia. Who will. Um, change is inevitable, but in your case, a bit alarming. Now, what did you say today when I walked in? Well, I mentioned to Jay, Jay, our producer, I was saying that, um, do you think the dangerous Dave's a bit sort of old hat, bit 90s? What do you mean? Like, dangerous? The name, because it was, uh, it was given to me back in 1996 and, um, and I'm turning 50 (laughs) this year and... I don't know whether I want to be known. I feel a bit up. Like, feel like it's not a bit juvie for a fifty-year-old. I think it is. All dangerous. I think it's time to move it on. I think it's just Jay. Is it too? Is it too old? What's it's going on? Dangerous. Dave. Dangerous, Dave. It's a bit nice. I, I think you should keep it. I you got to be dangerous, Dave, until you are no longer dangerous. I want to see it on your tombstone. I do not. I want to see it on your tombstone, and soon. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies, here lies dangerous. What are you going to change it to? <laughs> 
Dugong, Dugong Dave. No, I just don't. I think just uh, Dave. Hey, it's Davey Dave. Boy Williams. Yeah, no, it's Dave Williams. That's so Dave Williams sounds like... A bit pedestrian, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're dangerous. Yeah, no, Why would no. you do that? I don't know. I think my kid's a bit embarrassed going, this is my dad. This is my dad dangerous, dangerous Dave. <laughs> Well, so, you could, you've already you seen off one dangerous day. Oh, that's true. Him. Yeah. You ran him out of town. He's no longer at uh, Triple M Hobart. No, he's gone. Yeah. No, no one's seen him in a while. <laughs> no, that's uh, right. Um, but he did ride on my coattails for a long time, that guy. So, well, yeah. if but this no, is a know. massive change, I don't think you can just. I'm not sure. I, I, as I said, I don't know. I just don't. Dirtbag Dave. Dirtbag Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of sounds a bit. No, I don't know. Right. Oh, uh, Troy's on the line. Troy. So you've got an idea. You've got an idea of an of a name change. If we got rid of the dangerous, yeah. Look, I think if he wants to change his name, he's got to change it to Tight Ass Dave. Yes, that's bang. Canterbrick Lane. Oh, all right. Do you want to give him one of our prestigious? How would you like a Kennedy Malloy memorabilia prize pack with a wine cooler stubby holder and a coaster that doubles it as a bottle opener? There you go. that'd be great. You're in. You got the Brick Lane draft. Make no mistake about that. One of the best in the business. When we come back, it's Clown of the Week for the drive home. This this is Malloy. There are many contenders. I've done all of Brighton. A freaking weird accident. Our daughter, the same size as a hatchling tortoise. But surely it's the last week for this guy. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Who will be? Ah! Shut up! <laughs> clown of the week. The first clowning yes. of the year is about to commence. Before we get there, Jay, there's been a few uh, suggestions for Dave's oh, what? changing from dangerous. What did you say? Uh, dirty. dirty. Dirty, as in Dirty John. Dirty Dave. Dirty Dave. Dirty Dave. Tight ass I like. That's not what I am, by the way. That's, uh, <laughs> no one wants to be known as a tight ass. Fish and chip shop at Queenscliff. Well, Begs $57. To Come on. That's... Diligent Dave. Diligent. Yeah. I like Dugong. Dugong, <laughs> Dugong Dave has a, has a ring sure. to it. Uh, Dave Exotic. Oh, like Joe it. Exotic. We've got Dave Exotic. Yeah, okay. It could work. Keep him coming in. You might win something. <laughs> okay. Down the line. Uh, Clown of the Week. Can we start with our own Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, uh, for his tone-deaf comments uh, yeah. in relation to Australia Day and how offensive it is to our first mm. Australians. And he's tried to equate it with how they may have been feeling on the boats when they arrived. You know, on Australia Day, it's all about acknowledging how far we've come. When... Those 12 ships turned up in Sydney all those years ago. It wasn't a particularly flash day for the people on, on, on those vessels either. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. That's uh, highly offensive, I'm mm. afraid. And, and it's about how far we've come, which is kind, kind of not far if you can't find it in your mm. heart to acknowledge how that particular day mm. may be offensive yeah. to first Australians. Now... People, let's just, Australians are good people and understand that you cannot share in this day and this day cannot be for all Australians if it's celebrated on that day. Mm -hmm. It's just the end of the argument. It can't be done. Why wouldn't you want a day where everyone can come to the table, everyone can come to the party, we can give each other a hug, look each other in the eye and say we're all in this together. That date is never going to do it. Well, the thing is with Australia Day as well, like the day to be celebrated on the official calendar hasn't been around that long. So 1996. So right. anyone who argues this is a tradition that yeah. goes back to the uh, Federation of Australia, it's bullshit. Mm. It's 1996. Mm. I think I speak for all Australians when I say all I want is my public holiday. Well, that's kind <laughs> of I'll how I... I'll take it on any day. I'd rather it attach to a weekend too. 
Let's change it yeah. to something else significant. Yeah. Uh, the day Booney broke the record. Yeah. The day Bo- Booney broke celebrate. the record. The day Crocs were invented. <laughs> Farlet's <laughs> birthday. I don't know. I think if you have it around this People. time of the year, though, if you have it in summer, which we you know simulate with um, with Australia Day, if you have it like the end of January, but you're right, though, I think it should be a day for all Australia. And don't all get me wrong. I want to celebrate everything that's great about this country, but you can't Absolutely. do it on that date. And it's just, please... Look into your heart and have a think about it and just come on. We're all yeah. in it together. Yeah, I'm with right. you. All right. Uh, and, and by the way, can I clown Morrison again? Again, because I've heard a rumour that they're going to celebrate Margaret Court with Australia Day honours on Australia Day. Mm. Have a listen. He was asked this question at a press conference. Margaret Court, former tennis player, has been recognised in the Australia Day honours. It's apparently been leaked earlier than Tuesday. What, what do you think of her being recognised? Well, I, I can't comment on an award that is done through an independent process that hasn't been announced or I have no official knowledge of those things. This is a completely independent, separate process and those announcements will be made on the appropriate day. It's a system that uh, recognises Australians from right across the full spectrum of achievement in this country. So I can't really offer a comment on something that it's speculative. If that will be a step backwards. Yeah, that, that'll be... We, we, we've already said as Australians we don't care for her views on many subjects. Mm-hmm. To take that data to nominate such a polarising figure and someone who's got some very hateful views Mm. uh, that are offensive to many people, and we're all supposed to stand up and clap, I don't get it. Uh, Anyway, let's have some fun, Dave. Yeah, what have we got? Uh, Who else are we going to clown? Well, I'm going to clown the... uh, We've played this a couple (laughs) of times this week, but it makes me laugh. He's the the sports commentator. Yeah, college basketball. basketball. Adam Rosenberg's brought this in, who uh, wants to introduce the topic topic of his mate's uh, dog. (laughs) Being postponed and first half analysis. Now, I kind of want to know a little bit more about Tom Hart's dog, Larry, actually. Hmm. Well... We had to put him down a few weeks ago, Peter. Thanks for asking. <laughs> That's still funny. Poor Larry the dog. What an awkward question hey, to ask. I wanna, uh, what about you? What are you talking about? I am going to clown you. What have I done? Uh, Luke, actually, Luke's got a name. He wants to call you. What's that? Luke, are you, is it there? Not there. Dimebag Dave. Dimebag Dave. Well, I don't mind that. Dimebag Daryl. Hey, show, you, you for trying to put your headphones on early in the week and smacking yourself in the face. Have you got the sound effect? Yeah, I do. This is what Oh, so they're <laughs> spring-loaded headphones, and um, so they really sit on your ears tight, and so uh, you whack them on, and sometimes if they slip, they hit you on the forehead. Oh, and it really, really hurts. One triple three five three. Give us a call. Yes. Load up. Who do you want to clown in the very first clown? Might win a prize. Get with the program, toots. This. Is Malloy. It is. It is Clown of the Week. Hey, by the way, coming up, Ross Noble. He's only uh, he's only a few minutes Good away. Lord. In studio here. Buckle up, people. Yeah. Merrick Watts is uh, joining us in the second hour well, as well. We can review so much anywhere. to get through. Yeah. We do, but we're smack bang in the middle of Clown of the Week. Is that right? Dangerous. He's still called Dangerous Dave. You're, you're mucking around. Oh, I just it. think that it sounds a bit juvenile, doesn't it, for a Well, when did this fall on you? What oh, were you doing? This year. You know, when you sort of you start looking <laughs> forward to the year, going, I've got another year at work, coming into my 30th year in radio, and yeah. do I still want to be known as Dangerous Day. What a stupid bloody name. <laughs> but you, you would have loved it when you came up with it. Oh, yeah. Well, you go, I'm oh, Dangerous yeah, you, Day. You, you own it when you get it. I did, I did all sorts of weird stunts and, you know, dangerous things back in the day, but not anymore. What was your dangerous stunts? Oh, I, well, we did skydiving. I um, well, That dive. doesn't make you dangerous. Everyone who goes jumps out of oh. a plane doesn't start calling themselves dangerous. <laughs> dive with sharks. I did that. Right. Right. <laughs> with... 
In your lolly bags or inside no, a cave? No. Or were you we went, inside a cage? Or? No, no, we went diving. Well, it was diving. But they, we call it diving with sharks. But there, <laughs> there might have been sharks somewhere. You went diving? Yeah. Got my scuba. Oh, Christopher Atkins did some diving on the well, Blue Lagoon. He didn't Might call have been sharks dangerous. around, so that was a dangerous oh, activity. Hang on. You called yourself dangerous because you went swimming where there may have Correct. been sharks around. Don't know. Oh, I was in uh, Port Phillip Bay down in <laughs> Melbourne and there might. Hey, I've heard of sharks <laughs> coming up close to the shore. It's, it's a bay. It's so not what? even an ocean. There it's not shark. even an ocean. Oh, stop it. It's there not are even sharks. with the big fish are. Oh, come on. They might stand dangerous. on the flat I did a, uh, went on a sidecar, so uh, I was like, the passenger on a sidecar, so we did some dirt laps around. I think it might have been Yamurka in the Goldman Valley. So, oh, yeah, I've done some dangerous stuff. I've been on the back of Michael Dewan's bike around Phillip Island. Yeah, right. where two, two laps in a row. When 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 we departed, mm. he did a wheelie, and I wasn't sure if he did it deliberately or it was my weight <laughs> on the back of the... Yeah, right, so he went on the sidecar, what, like the two fat ladies? Yeah, yeah, so I was, uh, but it was uh, like a dirt bike on a dirt track, and uh, it was a mile, like it was terrifying, to be honest. I think you do have to get Pretty rid dangerous. of dangerous. <laughs> have you got any ideas, Jay? You, you've been... I've, I've got a couple. Dr. Dave, as a, perhaps a Dr. Dr. Dave. Dave. A, yeah. Like Dr. Dan from Triple yeah. M like, was Dr. Dan. Exactly. Or what about the DJ formerly known as Dangerous? Oh, yeah. Or you just have a sign, like a sign like for your A symbol. symbol. Oh, yeah. A microphone. Like or Elon Musk's kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. With its <laughs> yeah. code name or whatever, yeah. Uh, no, I don't like it. Dane's on the line. Dane, what are you thinking you should oh, record? I don't know. Well, being a Dane and being known as Danger Dane. <laughs> you had dangerous Danes on the line. Oh. I'm thinking of more discount, Dave. Maybe oh, instead on. of a couple of dollar signs at the start of his name, he could just have little cent signs. A little discount, Dave, because he's mean a tight ass. Because you're a tight ass. Hey, give Dane a case of Brick Lane. Case of Brick Lane, Dane. Well done, Dane. You got that. Uh, Bloody good beer, by the way. Now available at Dan Murphy's. Pat's on the line. Pat, uh, what are you thinking for Dangerous Dave? Come on, Pat. Uh, Considering it's turning 50, I think he should be called Daggy Dave. (laughs) If the shoe fits. Oh, shut up. I always say. I think (laughs) I've done more daggy things than dangerous things. Like what? Um, Well, just. I've got a Billy Joel collection at home. Is that daggy? (laughs) I don't know. You've got a rain gauge. You've got, got a rain gauge. You uh, constantly monitor the International Space Station. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You're a pretty good picture It's not here. dangerous at all. <laughs> hey, Pat, uh, case of Brick Lane oh, coming your way. Maggie's on the line. Hi, Maggie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Now, listen, Dave. Yes, Maggie. My, my, my cousin has lived with a man called Dangerous Dave for oh, years. Wow. Right? Wow. He isn't going to see 60 again. He's Dangerous Dave. He owns it. Does he? I've got a, he does. I've, I've, I've got a dog called Dave. Wait, <laughs> yeah, I have. He swaggers around the dog park. He owns his name, yeah? There so, right, is. Okay. You, you either own it or you become low-risk Dave. <laughs> well said, Maggie. Uh, you, you speak for all of us. Turn give me a, around, give I a prize, Maggie. Yeah, yeah, case of Brick Lane case and a uh, limited edition uh, Kennedy Malloy memorabilia pack. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it'll be worth a lot of money one day. Good on you, Maggie. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, you've got some thoughts on we were talking about Australia Day and changing the date, which uh, I just want to state firmly, I believe it has to happen. Uh, Kevin, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, I just had the idea that the Federation of Australia happened in 1901, so why don't we move it a week early and have it 19th of January? 19th of January, 1901. What I do, I love the time of the year. 
Me I, too. I, again, I speak for all Australians. I just want my public holiday. Yeah. I'd rather have it attached to a weekend. Yeah. I couldn't care if the ships arrived that day. I Make couldn't. It, if Feder- Federation is probably the most remarkable single. That's right. Step we in all this come country's together. Political history, yeah, where, yeah. which we talked about combining Australia. Why yeah. wouldn't that works for me? Uh, be more appropriate. Here's one for you. The day ACDC got on the back of a truck. Done. And started, started building out a song. That is it. That's right. Hey, give Kevin a prize too, please. Right, Kevin, case of Brick Lane, coming your way, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you very much. Hey, we've, we're running out of time. I wanted to acknowledge American politics and kind of play my favourite bit of Trump audio. He's now gone. He won't be forgotten. <laughs> so ends a reign of terror, four years of tumult. Yes. And uh, the best bit of political activism I heard goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> there it was, Clown of the Week. Thanks for joining in. We're back again next Friday to do it, but don't go anywhere because up next, it is the great Ross Noble joining us in studio yeah, here. Baby. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. <laughs> the greatest bit of political activism I've ever heard. It's right up there, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Jay, you just told me uh, Biden's moved into the Oval Office. And what has he done already? He's already making changes. He has had the red button that summons a Diet Coke removed. <laughs> and this is the changes we, we need. Yeah. By executive order, was it? Yeah. Or you just... <laughs> That's right. So he I think he just probably looked it. at it and said, get that out of here. So that actually existed. There are photos from reporters who interviewed right. President Trump when he was in the Oval Office and right next to the phone is a little box with a red button. And the reporters said that they wondered, what does that red button do? And then he pushed it. And within seconds, somebody brought, brought him a Diet Coke. The world's, the Diet Coke the button. world's highest classified vending machine. <laughs> yeah. Where's, yeah. Yeah. Where, where's Ross Noble? He's our guest. He's here. I can see him loitering. Come in, Ross. And he won't. What's he waiting for? A royal noise ready? Hang on. He's what? running. I'm going to send you an invitation by letter on horseback <laughs> to join us in the studio. Here he comes. Oh, here he is. Hey, there you go. Welcome to Malloy. Well, can I just say, yeah. uh, like, look, I'm I'm sad that Jane's not here. Yes, uh, obviously. Exactly. Of course. Yeah, you of course know, so. as yeah. a regular listener, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's been some changes, hasn't it, Mick? <laughs> in what regard? In regard to the fact that I've come into the, uh, I'll loosely describe it as a green room. Oh, it's yeah. an alcove. <laughs> it's a rock and roll alcove. That's it. Yeah, yeah. A holding and, um there's a cheese board. There's a cheese board. Oh, There's you know, a cheese. So I've basically, never, it's the first I've seen it. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I know where the money's gone. <laughs> Jane's gone, and you've gone. We're spending it. We're spending all our cheese. It's like a Roman orgy in here is, now. Isn't it? I'm, I'm wearing a toga. Yeah. Here we go. And and not only that, not only that. The have you have you sat on the. What do you call that seat there? A poof? Would you call it a poof? A poof or a do? What, what do you call those? It's an ottoman? It's, it's Manchester. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a poof. It's a, I think you can use that language these days. An, an, an ottoman? Ottoman? I think that's politically incorrect as well, isn't it? I think you have to call it an otter person. An otter person? <laughs> and, that regime uh, no longer exists. But uh, I sat down on that. I thought, oh, look you at the do. cheese board. I thought, uh, I'll have a grape. <laughs> I've sat down on it. There's nothing to it. There's no support in it. I've, I've gone straight over on yeah. my ass. I would sit um, on that. It, it would no. be, it'd be like sitting on the carpet uh, mm. that was on the floor of the Pier Hotel, for yeah. instance. Yeah. It seems to be seedy. I'm just saying that mm. you've literally gone, 
I'm on my own now. Oh, yeah. You know what I want? <laughs> I want some sort of cheese board booby trap for every guest. <laughs> every guest that comes oh, in. You can read me like a book. <laughs> You've fallen for my trap. Yeah. Uh, good to see you. I, when was the last time we were allowed mm. to look oh. each other in the eye in a studio? Yeah. We, it was we, like a year ago, I think. I think like it was. A year. Yes. How have you gone coming out of <laughs> hibernation? <laughs> mm. Like, uh, You know, I, I wouldn't say I've fully come out yet. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. getting there. I mean, hopefully... Hopefully, because weirdly, the gigs start up again, New South Wales. Yes, yeah, so, so where are you playing? Let's get this, let's get yeah. to the bottom of this, because well, I can't, I'm so happy to hear you'll back out. Well, hopefully, uh, so Adelaide, uh, the Adelaide Fringe. Yeah, great. I'm going to be doing uh, 30 gigs there yep. coming up next month. Great. And then I come from Adelaide, I come to Melbourne, Melbourne oh. Comedy Festival, and I'm yes. doing the full run at the Town Hall. So tell me this year, will, they, will the Australian acts get be Because I'm guessing there won't be as many overseas acts. Will you get the run of the joint? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a frat party for, a, for Australian oh, yeah. comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'll, that'll be a great yeah. change as well. So people's appetite for live entertainment, I've got to tell you, is, so. it'll be like the running of the bulls. Yeah. Like people will just be coming from everywhere. And to have it as a showcase for or everyone who's out here and living here and working here, I think yeah. is a fantastic mm. and, and, opportunity. And, let, and let's be honest, every live comedian that lives anywhere in this country will be doing a show. <laughs> no one's no one's no. taking a year off this year. I have never felt more sorry for comedians than my friends, your oh, friends, yeah. obviously, yeah. who are doing stuff on Zoom. You know why? Because you have to, because there's no other yeah, option. Yeah, yeah. But as a comedian... You can't, the ultimate environment, I would have thought, would be a small room stacked with people, low roofs, like banging, yeah, yeah, banging yeah, atmosphere, yeah. which is the actual opposite of everything that COVID asked you to do. Yeah, <laughs> Social distancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dropping the yeah. same room together, uh, putting on a mask. So Exactly. Here I mean, we go. Yeah. Um, is the is the fringe, Adelaide Fringe, do you think it's one of the great festivals in the world? Definitely. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it hasn't, you know why I think? Because it hasn't got an, an award is that yeah, right? Yeah, a defining so. award? As, as soon as you put an award in the mix, oh. everyone starts to yell a little bit. Is that yeah, right? Adelaide, no award at all. Everyone's I'd, a little. I've never seen it like that. Everyone's a bit looser. You know? I always but, admired. But, but, yep, but, sorry, sorry. What, no, what I would go. say is what one of the one of the downsides of uh, of the Adelaide Fringe is a few years ago. Uh, they had a, a few years ago. They have this big, you know, they have the, the big garden there, and yes, it's like yeah. the, the garden of unearthly delights. And they have yes. they have circus tents and all kinds yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 right. And um, the bottom of Rundle Mall, where all the restaurants are, and uh, I was there, uh, walked past, and I saw a friend of mine. I won't mention the comedian in question. He's an, <laughs> an older gentleman. He was. They were they were running a trape. There was a trapeze, and they had a circus right, school. Yes. And I saw my mate sat there. And I didn't go out. So he's just he's having a nice uh, sunshine. Uh, there was a, uh, what would you call it, like a, a, a lesson, trapeze yeah, lesson, yeah, that's gotcha. what I say, right? <laughs> right. And then, what time of day is this, by this the way? Is, this is probably lunchtime. This is a, sort of a hungover, <laughs> you know, lie on the grass type Go thing. Around, and then, um, anyway, a lot of young women swinging around on trapeze. The next day, I walked down there to have a bit of lunch. Mm. I noticed several more comedians were there. <laughs> by the end of the month... <laughs> They, they, those women were basically putting on a show. That and is I, fantastic. I go over and say, lads, That's a fringe on. act. Hey, can you hang around? I We've got to go to yeah. a break, come around. We've got Lovely. so much more we oh, want to get to the bottom of with the great Ross Noble in studio. For the drive home, this is Malloy. All right, Ross Noble is with us, by the way. Tickets to Ross's stand-up, you go to ticketech.com.au, yeah. but we're talking the Adelaide Fringe Festival, February 19 to March 21, and then in Sydney, Ross will be at the Enmore Theatre and the Love Concourse in Chatswood yeah. as well. Great theatre. Yeah. These are all your natural habitats. 
Can't wait to see you on the show. What do you think of the name of the new show, Malloy? I yeah. like do you it. you like it? You know, it's got it's a, too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's for some people. I would say yeah. it was it was understated. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it, it has the it does have the feeling, and from the picture as well. Yeah, well, it yeah. does have that feeling. There's of a, a lot of testosterone flowing. Around. What about the news that Dangerous Dave is thinking of dropping the Dangerous just from just his becoming, Dave? He's just, having he's having oh. a, what I'm calling a midlife DJ crisis. Yeah, because I'm I'm turning fifty this year, Ross, right. and I think it's a bit juvenile. Juvenile, dangerous, Dave. Like uh, it's a stupid. And he's just well, supposed to toss it out. That's yeah, his whole identity. But, yeah, but you're sort of dangerous in terms of like like a wild man. Yeah. But why don't you just flip the meaning of the dangerous yeah, right. to being uh, a lack of health and safety? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it, live on okay, the air. I get you know it. I, mean? I get like, it. Okay, what, so he comes in and leans back on his chair. Oh, and goes, oh no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you can sit next to that cheese board. <laughs> what about once a week? Mm. Once a week, you, like, uh, Mick brings in yes. some uh, milk yep. best before, yes. that, the day before. <laughs> right, and right, you so. just think, oh, that'll, no. that'll be fine. All right. You know? So I really live gold. on the edge. I don't mind it. Yeah. Will do. I think I'm back. If you had a moniker before your name, Ross, would you would you call yourself, like... Oh, risky Ross, <laughs> risky Ross. No, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, it's got to be. Uh, gotta have, it's got to rhyme. It's got to have some. It's got to have the. Um, uh, no, well, no, I know exactly the word. It's um. Yeah. Oh, it's going to come back to me. <laughs> alliteration. That's the alliteration. Word. Alliteration. Yeah. What's noble? Where's oh, noble from? What's yeah. noble? Where's uh, uh, how many nobles I know? Well, uh, but, uh, apparently it was. You would think. You know how like whatever your name is, if you were like Thatcher, you would be somebody that built Bit of a bitch. roofs on. Yeah, Thatcher, a roof. Yes, yes, yes. A noble. It Thatcher. does sound aristocratic. Traditionally, noble. Thatchers yeah. would destroy the coal, <laughs> the coal and steel industry. That's, that's what it means. Now. Okay, yes, yeah. political there. Um, aristocratic, I think. You Noble, think be I would think but, blue, but, blue. But I looked into it and it, it, it switched. They've switched the whole thing. Yeah. Apparently, it was, uh, you know, Hadrian's Ironic. Wall. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think Adrian, it was Hadrian's Wall, yeah. It was said with sarcasm. I think that's what it was. I think it's like, oh, look out, here come the nobles. No, noble. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was ancient, ancient sarcasm. Hey, um, I want to ask you, you've got a bit of a penchant for uh, animation. You can't see it from here. Oh, can you? <laughs> dump it, dump it. Uh, too late. Can, can you, so you, were, you did an animated role in a film. Yes, that's what, right. What was yes, that? that? Who so were that you was, again? Uh, I was uh, the frilled lizard. <laughs> Oh yeah, in, 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 the, in the Wishmas Tree, yeah. Yes, which that. and I've watched it, and I go usually go straight to that scene because it's so. Uh, there's a flutter of programs when your character comes on. It's yes. wonderful. <laughs> What's the latest you've done? You've so, done so, the, so the new one is uh, so this is a uh, this is a half hour one. It's called Cooked. Uh, and it's going to be on ABC, I think, on the 26th. On the 26th, which and is still uh, Australia Day. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's basically, I play Captain Cook. Well, I play the ghost of Captain Cook, oh, who travels to modern-day times and then uh, has uh, really? ha- has a look at what's going on now. Uh, and all, he's joined by um, a goat who was possessed by the spirit <laughs> of somebody that one of his crew killed when they originally turned up. See, We've... this was bound to be done at some stage. Of course. This... It, is, <laughs> it was story. just begging for it. So it sounds it? a bit political, right? Is it this is, for children yeah. or for adults? Yeah, oh, or no, for... very much, right. very much for adults, yeah. Um yeah, it's, um, well, I, it's got you, some points in there. You've right. piqued my interest. Uh, right. That sounds fantastic. And what about your podcast? Because Jay's on there. Let's say hello to Jay, our producer, who I know you know very well. Very you guys well, yes. are often down the back shed knocking yeah. out a couple of podcasts. Yes. What are you working on at the moment? Uh, we are, hi, Jay. Hello, Ross. There we go. 
It's a bit formal. It's good, yeah. it's good to no, see hello, you in the studio, Newman. man. We, <laughs> yeah. no, we've done this. Ross and I have not been in the same place for more than a year. That's right. Because I'm, right. I'm in Sydney for the, while Ross is in Melbourne. Yeah. We still haven't been together in more than a year. That's what? Uh, you've got a vast stable of podcasts, Jay. Yeah. You're a bit of a mogul. Is that no, it's, a, it's exclusive. He has an exclusive range he really of has high quality <laughs> podcasts. I'll see it like that. Like, you've got a big stable. No, He's got a load. These are high quality thoroughbred podcasts. I apologize. He's not That's running right. some knackers yard of donkey <laughs> podcasts. It's, it's not a burn and churn unit down there. He's at the, the maestro. Sure. He is. Well, he does have a uh, blue chip stable. Who, yes. who? What have you guys been working on together? So, Ross Noble Podcast. So, yep. he's uh, another Again, original well name. Again, well known on the name. I yeah. really... Yeah. Strong. Didn't just call it Noble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ross's idea was to deconstruct video clips. And, yeah, no, uh, I heard this. It but started out with a lot of promise. But I don't... <laughs> have you as yet deconstructed any video we, clips? We did three. We right. did, did three. I think we did Halsey, we did Wired for Soundcliff Richards, <laughs> oh, wow. and we did uh, The Weekend, yes. uh, Blinding Lights, which is worth a look because yeah. there's an actual point in it where... I don't know if you watched the video closely, but yeah. there's a point where he, he lunges at a pigeon. Right. <laughs> and the whole podcast is us <laughs> trying to decide... It's with Ed Cavalier, and Ed we're Cavalier, trying to decide it. whether or not he lunges or lurches. <laughs> so, so we got into that in well, a big way. But then, the dictionary's out. What's I, I believe now it's uh, how many? I think is it fifteen episodes we've done now. It is now twenty-four, Ross. <laughs> but it's fifteen and, uh, since. It's, yes, yeah. that's right. So it's yeah. for the last fifteen episodes, yeah. we've been attempting <laughs> to talk about Shania Twain's that don't impress me much. <laughs> But we I get, haven't got around to it. But we keep getting. I know it's hard to believe with me, <laughs> yeah. but we keep getting sidetracked. There's been a yeah. lot of talk of uh, um, ice cream makers in the Mandalorian. Okay. That's, that's been quite high on the list. Well, this and, sounds right up our alley. And a lot of talk of a lot of Nicolas Cage talk as well. Oh, I love oh, Nicolas Cage. Huge What's your favourite Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, oh well, I mean, he's done some good ones in the. Have yeah. you, some of these did. Have you seen Jiu Jitsu yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Just came out. Just, it just came, came out. out. Love, right. love a bit. No, my favourite one is a film he did called Arsenal. Have yeah. you heard of this? No, I haven't. No, because no one's heard of any of the films. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's an amazing film called Arsenal where he basically he has a false nose and uh, he meets his death in a deep fat fry. <laughs> oh, well, you had me at oh, big fake nose. Yeah. Hey, my favourite uh, story of... of uh, of uh, Nicholas Cage. Cage was I know someone who was doing costuming on a movie. I'm he excited. he had to make he had to make and it was making it here, but she had to fly over there yeah. to get it size him up. Yeah. So she went into his at his home and he was lying on his couch in his speedos and he refused to get up. Wow. So while he wow. was watching telly, wow. she's, she's, she's had to measure up Nicolas Cage while he's lying on the couch Amazing. watching the telly and, he, and refusing to move. And did he do a rollover at any point? Did you just, <laughs> did you just flip him? He, I'm flip sure. It would have been the gentlemanly yeah. thing to do. Oh. Hey, Ross, thanks for coming in. It's, You're it's awesome. We're going to pleasure. give those dates out. We're yep. going to post them on our website. This is great news that you are back uh, where you belong, out entertaining uh, a grateful public. Good on you, Ross. Thanks for having me. Adelaide Fringe Festival, Feb 19 to March 21. Then in Sydney, Enmore and the Concourse in Chatswood from April 29 and May 2. Ticketech.com.au. That's the great Ross Noble. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. How great is Ross Noble, by the way? Fantastic. One of the funniest. Don't see him live. Equally as funny and nutty is Merrick Watts, who's going to join us in the next few minutes as well. It's a big Friday. Hey, yeah. Ross is coming up on uh, Celebrity Apprentice. I believe so. I cannot wait to see Wait what on the kind April, May, transpires. I imagine.
on that. And, of course, Mez was on SIS Australia. Oh, man. He's looking buff, I too. was asked once. What were you asked for? Uh, to do celebrity overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done it. Well, I, well I, they, they, so I said, how long does it run? They said, eight weeks. I said, you won't touch the sewage. <laughs> um, is it time? All right. For this, Song Whisperer time. Yep, let's do it. the Song Whisperer. Mm. All right, uh, synopsis please, Jay Mondo. You bet. This guy is in love. He is besotted. He is infatuated. He is lost. He spends right. the first half of the song explaining what a joy it is to look upon his beloved and the nostalgia such a glimpse inspires. He spends the second half of the song mumbling and asking for directions. <laughs> Sounds like an idiot. <laughs> like, is he, like, head Could over heels right. in love? Is, is it nine-inch nails? Oh. I want to... <laughs> Oh, no, you don't. No, What are you thinking, Dave? What about uh, Where Do You Go by Hunters and Collectors? Asking for directions, oh, yeah. you know. Asking for directions. What about I Would Walk 500 Miles? Oh. That's like where, you know, keeps wants directions. Uh, proclaimers. The Proclaimers? It is not Hunters and Collectors and sadly not The Proclaimers. Well, I don't know. I'm out of guesses. What are you thinking? Well, if you do know, one triple three five three. Yeah, uh, call through. We've got some great prizes: a slab of brick lane, and we've got some old Kennedy Malloy memorabilia uh, merchandise. Yeah, to yeah. limited yeah. edition. Guys, the uh, hotline's ringing. Oh, the hotline's ringing already. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hello. Oh, hey guys. Uh, <laughs> hey Adam. How are you? Are you, are you ringing up for the song whisperer? Uh, yeah, I thought I'd guess some songs. Oh, this okay. is Adam Sidak, by the way, world number 78. Adam uh, Sidak, yes. Hotel uh, quarantine at the moment yeah, and uh, back uh, on court next week. Half New Zealand, half Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know any oligarchs? I don't, actually, yeah. Mm. What am I doing? I'd love to I meet an oligarch. That. love to hang out with him. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Hey, uh, you want to have a guess? What, what do you think the song is? Yeah, yeah. I strongly believe it's uh, Oh Nana Heya by Pussyfoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that's okay, you've been, you haven't been in lockdown too long. <laughs> right, the yeah, it's not that. You want to have another go? Uh, what about Dub Thumping by Chumba Wumba? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> let him out. Someone let him out a lot. <laughs> this is not... A... No, we'll give you one last oh, shot, wow. Adam. One yeah. last shot, Adam. All right, all right, right. My, my, my best guess here. Yeah. Stay, Oingo Bongo. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, I'm sorry, they're none of the above, but we really appreciate it. I am it. very shocked. I'm absolutely <laughs> shocked right now. My one request would be a slab of Brick Lane beer. Would that be possible? <laughs> that would be fine. You, should, you know what you should do? You should have one of those between sets. That's right. On the on, at tennis, gonna, tennis Australia. I'm going to start a new trend. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I like and then it. everybody's going to follow me. Absolutely. You're a good man. We Kate, love you. Do us a favour. Have a great weekend. How many days to go now? I lost count. I think it's about <laughs> six or seven. It doesn't doesn't matter at this uh, point. Blends. Did you hear they've just extended it? <laughs> No, that's not the case. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Don't joke like that. Yeah. Good on you, Adam. Enjoy Thanks, your Adam. weekend. If you know what the song whisperer is, one triple three five three. This is Malloy. This is Malloy. Time to gather back around your wireless people. Here comes the big second hour of Malloy. Merrick Watts is in the house. You can see him still chatting away to Ross Noble. Uh, of, what a conversation. A couple of comedians, top of their of game. We need a couple of rodeo clowns in here today. <laughs> 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 yes. That's right. It's hard to tell us apart physically. At the moment, you and Merrick. And, yeah, yes. no, that's it's like true. looking in a mirror. It's like one I of those whether, funny mirrors you see at the fun I wonder part. whether you'll notice your balding legs. 
Don't bring oh, up I can't the bring that Alopecia. Up. Jesus, wow. Dave. You're going to ruin it. I'm going to ask him what he thinks your name should be, where the dangerous is. Right. Hey, that's all coming up. We've got the Week in Review. Yes. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going to get Maddie in to explain a couple of things he's produced Matt for Dallas. us uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. week. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. But let's start at the top. Jay, the song whisperer. Give us the synopsis again, please, Jay. You bet. This guy is in love. He is besotted. He is infatuated. He is lost. He spends the first half of the song explaining what a joy it is to look upon his beloved and the nostalgia such a glimpse inspires. He spends the second half of the song mumbling and asking for directions. So he's lost. He's lost. He doesn't doesn't know where he is. I'm a rock. I'm an island. (laughs) That's my guess. Don't laugh, Dave. (laughs) It's not correct. Really? All right. What about uh, the uh, bad loves lost? That was uh, an Australian song, early 90s. Not, not the bad love. You've lost that loving feeling. Oh, good. Ooh, no. <laughs> not you lost that loving feeling. Okay, we should probably go to the listeners. Hi, John. <laughs> John, where are you calling from, John? I'm um, on the way to pick up my daughter, but I pulled over like a, a good citizen. Yeah. Um, where do you live? I live at Bondi, mate. Bondi? Oh, man. Ground Zero, one of the most famous beaches yep. in the world, bar <laughs> On the none. postcard. It's one yep. of my favourite places. If, when I'm in Sydney, I always stay at Bondi. Yep. You're papped at Bondi. Eat, eating a burrito. That's right. If a, man, if a man can't have a quiet moment with his burrito <laughs> without yeah. being hassled by the paparazzi, yep. who basically... 100%, Nick. I, I feel your pain. I feel my pain. I had to... I had to that, do you know how much that... Mm. Shot sold for what's that? Seventy bucks. <laughs> really? And I know that because I'm the only one who bought it, <laughs> yeah, so right. I could show it from Getty Images. Well done. Uh, yeah, Seventy dollars. Well Getty, uh, dining out on me. Yeah. Hey, John, uh, what do you think yeah. the song is? Well, it's not a very typical Triple M song, but I'm thinking Air Supply. I'm all out of love. Oh, I wish Jane was here. Wow. I'm all yeah. out of love. If it's this one, I will give you a million dollars, I reckon. I, I, <laughs> no, mate, if I, I need a slab of bricklayer to you, oh, You'll get a slab of bricklayer no, just coming. for oh, having the wow. balls to ring up and say, <laughs> Air Supply, I'm all out of love. Who were the guys in Air Supply? There was the guy with the afro. That's right. right? Yeah, he, and, and he was and the was, brunette. Yep. And who was the other guy? He was like the Andrew Ridgely of the group. <laughs> sort of the, I honestly sort of don't straight know. blonde hair. I don't recall what either of their names were. But... It was like Hall of Notes, wasn't there? You always had to pick one you liked oh, yeah. more they than the other. They were though, Air Supply. Aussie bands. Yeah. They did big things in the US. I remember seeing them on Solid Gold in the US. Did you? Oh, Is that the show with the Solid Gold Dancers? The Solid Gold Dancers. Oh, I love the Solid Gold Dancers. Marilyn McCoo. As a young boy at the time, right, okay. that was the <laughs> most erotic thing you could see. The dancers coming out in very skimpy gold oh, costumes yeah. and going cocoa bananas. Was it Dionne Warwick? Well, she was a part of that uh, whole setup, wasn't she? You're thinking Soul Train. I don't think you're part of that. I don't know. Sorry, John, it's not it's air not. supply. No, it's no, slab uh, of brick lane. You got your slab of brick lane, no, John. Well, well I'm out of love. Could, yeah. Would we even own a copy of that? Not in the system. I had to get Maddie to go and pull it off you. I used to, it used to be my karaoke song. Air Supply, all out of love. You know, I think there's a note in that where it's uh, held the record for the longest held note in wow. a song. Yeah, right. Yeah. Put that Is that trivia. true? Yeah, it was at the time. Whether it's can, you still get, can you get it so we'll I can hear it? it. Yeah. yeah, all right. Towards the end Did he song. do it himself or is it trickery? No, no, it was it was done by the band, yeah. The, the well, that's how you should get a slap of brick line. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, Marty. Marty, where yeah. are you calling from? Uh, Nano Goon. Nano Goon is an actual place. Yeah. What happens in Nano Goon? Yeah, not much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, you've stepped up to the table. Good luck. What's your guess? Sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine. Just read out the uh, synopsis again, please, 
Okay. The guy is in love. He's, he's besotted. He's infatuated. He is lost. He spends the first half of the song explaining what a joy it is to look upon his beloved and the nostalgia such a glimpse yeah. inspires. And the second half of the song mumbling and asking for directions. Where do I go? Where do I go? Where yeah. do I go? Oh, this could be on the money. Mm. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Yeah, you got it. You got it, Marty. Hey, are you, are you a fan of Guns N' Roses, Marty? Um, probably one of the biggest fans. So yeah, they're coming back out in November. Australia. Dave, you saw their concert last time. Last time at the MCG. Did you see them last time, Marty, uh, when they played? It was, inc- oh, it was incredible. Okay, what's your favourite uh, lead break in Sweet Child of Mine? There's two absolute bonkers, and uh, it, it polarises people. The first or the second? Oh, the second. Oh, the second? Okay. Well, jeez, jury's out. I'd like to hear Jane on the ukulele would do a good. That'd be all right. Oh, shit. That'd be be good. Cowbell would be good. Well, they they don't mind a cowbell. Uh, Guns and Roses. uh, What's he winning? Well, you've got yourself a slab of Brick Lane, which is bloody good beer. You can buy now at Dan Murphy's. Got a case of that. And uh, some exclusive, uh, can't buy any more memorabilia. uh, Kennedy Malloy, uh, wine cooler, stubby holder, and coaster that doubles as a bottle opener. Your friends will be envious. Yeah. Thanks. Fire it up, Dave. Here we go. Up next, Merrick Watt. This This is Malloy. Week in review coming up soon. (laughs) You are listening to Malloy with Mick Malloy. And joining us right now, he's got some shows coming. It is the legend Merrick Watt. Live in the studio. Great to be here, It's like a royal visit. How good is this? It is like like the old days. People were allowed to talk to each other. It's great. Enjoy Mm. their their company. It's great. And everyone's dressed up for me as well. It's been really. Well, you look great. I have to say, you haven't let yourself go after SAS Australia. I don't think you've got an ounce of body fat on you. And look, I can't And now you say something nice about me. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) You look great. Um, It's like a before and after shot. Yeah. Isn't it, right now? You and I are the booper ad if we stand next to each other. Do you have hair on your legs? Now, yeah. listen, this has been raging. I've heard. All I've heard. Mick's got balding legs. Yeah. Whitney came yeah. in and basically made fun of me physically, which was hurtful and borderline bullying. Mm. It is bullying. Uh, I sucked it up, though, and uh, <laughs> since then it's become, look, cause I've got no Just hair. look, I've heard about the yeah. hairless legs. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect it. Right, I just... thought it was going to be like one of those crazy radio things where you have to pretend they're less <laughs> <laughs> Hair above the knee. Listen to me. It's so white and hairless. You look like a patient. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get it it back down over my massive cast. It's like a a boiled egg with pubes. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, thanks for being patient. Better than I imagined. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on in your department? Uh, I don't look, I don't have a lot of of hair on my legs, but I've got. More than that, I'm imagine. known as the hairless cat. You know those sphinx cats yeah, that people yeah. are terrified yeah. of because they should be because they're they're not. They human. do look bizarre. Um, I'm I'm known as the sphinx cat because I don't really have much body hair on me. I've got stacks of pubes downstairs. Don't <laughs> okay, worry, I'm still a man. Didn't need to know that. Sorry, since COVID, I've not. It's like one of the ja- one of the Jackson Five down there. It's like <laughs> seriously, it's like five of them. <laughs> I don't trim. It's all of them. Not Tito. Not Tito. He's not down there. Um, 
<laughs> so I go too far. Yeah. But I don't. I don't have very. I've never had a hairy yeah. body. Okay. I saw so when when. Everyone was talking about you not having um, very hairy legs. Right? You <laughs> thought we were doing like a bit, <laughs> I want to have another look. Oh. I want to get a photo <laughs> with them. It's like that albino from <laughs> what's the? Oh, I forget the movie. Hey, good to have you on. What's Great happening in your world? Yeah. What's happened since SAS oh. Australia? I'd love love to hear about what. what Incredible. You're up to. Well, but that was a fantastic was. show, Thank and you. you were great. There's going to be a second series. Yeah. What's yeah. your advice to anyone who wants to get mm. on that? Yeah, go and do it. Do it do 100%. It? Do it. Particularly if you've got doubts in your mind and you're not sure you want to do it and you don't reckon you stand much of a chance to do it because it's really entertaining for me. Um, <laughs> I don't think it'll go very far. But like, How long would I last? Like with a, you know, I, I reckon you'd last a few days there, Mick. A I don't few, think you'd, few I don't think, Yeah, I don't think you'd Roxy Jusenko out of there. <laughs> I, don't think you'd just, I don't think you'd come to the first challenge. That's how I'd say, leave, though. I get punched in the face by a Roxy Jusenko type and that would be my ignominious end. <laughs> Once the ratings go up, though, if yeah, you did true. sign to that. Can I tell you, I've got experience and I've got a resume because uh, at cadets, school cadets, oh, yes. I uh, had my Lance Corporal stripe oh, really? taken off me in front of the oh. whole platoon uh, because I was in charge of the queue stall and I was caught selling snack packs out the back of my hoochie <laughs> for five bucks. And uh, yeah, and then I went on. And, and so in my in my in my hoochie, in my hoochie, I had a big packet, big pilot of uh, snack packs. Went on a two day Navex. Yeah. When I came home, all the snack packs were gone, oh. and there was like the staff sergeant. <laughs> Just, how do they find you? I mean, yeah. they would have used those oh, bush training got... techniques to track down all the snack packs. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy, Someone gave this, me up. We've found, found a trail of snack packs and a couple of calippos. This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's so a giveaway. Would that, you tell? With my two years service yeah. at Cadet Camp. That'd get you the whole way. Would get me... Through. Yeah, yeah well, definitely. You get the whole way through. I, there's a few celebrities who have been in, in touch with me a couple of this week. Yeah. And they've been asking me about, like, you know, what do you have to do to get through SAS Australia? And I've just gone, well, it's pretty easy. I mean, um, going from experience, be me, Badger, or Sabrina. And if you're not, <laughs> good luck to you. Because you, you trained beforehand, didn't you? To, yeah. To, before like to a get in. Too. What right. is what And what is... Can I ask the audition process? So before they select you, oh, a, what do they ask of you, mm. or do you have to pass a physical test? Or it's it's uh, sadly it's very much like the casting couches you hear about with um, Harvey Weinstein in America. <laughs> wow! I okay, to, I, I was prepared. Hey, I said, I, that's it. "I said I'm prepared to win this," and they said, "How prepared, Mary?" <laughs> and I said, "Okay, well, I'll go in there, show you, them my cards. You get comfortable." Yeah. Hang about, Merrick. Yeah. We've got more to get so through. Much. Merrick, so what's much. with us? Malloy. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. With Merrick Watson Studio. Hey, by the way, uh, Grapes of Mirth is happening in the King Valley tomorrow, Merrick. Tomorrow, uh, you're performing Brothers. There with, and then next week you're in Launceston. Yeah? Yes. And then Joseph the Adelaide Ramey. Hills is coming up as well with Howard another Vinnie. show as well. Yeah, so. It's gone nuts. Grapesofmirth.com.au. Right, yeah. They all seem to be wine-growing districts. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's <laughs> a front. The whole, it's a front. It's a front. Thank you very much. You came in here today, Merrick, and you gave me a, a Riesling Freak number three. Yep. Uh, this looks like a fine bottle of wine. Talk yeah, well, not, chief not, characteristics. Obviously not that fine. The first two are already gone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's a, this is a good one, or you? Or you yeah, just no, it's great. Trying to no, nah, Riesling Freak's good. I mean, look, if you if you if you're ballsy enough to put your name Freak in front of Riesling, <laughs> you, you must be, you must be cashing the, the checks afterwards. No, it's a good one. That's good to see you live and uh, trotting around Australia. Yeah, because you're a bit of a nomad. I think you're moving somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you're in Coogee at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Coogee in Sydney, but I'm uh, I've bought a place in Maroubra. So stop oh. the presses. This is the first time I've spoken oh, about it publicly. Okay. <laughs> oh, this will definitely make news. Um, <laughs> bought a place in Maroubra in oh, Sydney. Nice. Yeah, because I want I've got two little kids and I want them to grow up to learn knife fighting <laughs> skills. Um, but <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. 
No, and I know that sounds tight. It sounds tight. But I'm one of those guys like, well, why? I mean, you know, I get it. Now, why am I going to pay for something I can get done down the street? That's right. So, I've got twin boys, yep, but I send right. only one of them to private school and each one on the second day. So it's one, <laughs> right. it's one, one, one set of books, <laughs> one school costume, and the other one has to teach the other one what they learned today. And so that's, that's the system. That's perfect. So that's like a 50-50 split. So yeah. technically you could call one of them a half-wit and it's actually a compliment. <laughs> that's what's actually... well, or if one of them goofs off, they're both in trouble. This is great. Yep. You said Coogee. My favourite yep. bit of uh, graffiti I ever saw anywhere in Australia was on the side of the Coogee Bay Hotel mm. oh, yeah. many, many years ago. It was overrun with English backpackers. Still is. And, and it still is. And on the side of the pub, it simply read, Ivan Malat for day release. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I... Why am I laughing at that? That's a horrific thing. It's horrific, but someone had had enough of English backpackers in that area. <laughs> hey, have you, have, have, you had, have you had a nickname or you had a name? Have you ever called yourself? Oh. Or the worst nickname I reckon I, I got was when I was playing footy uh, as a young man, mm. um, I got called um, Steggles because I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've got chicken legs. And I'd, the thing I could is, get that now after after exposing my... Yeah. No, you've, well, you, you know what? You, you, I reckon you're better than that. You're better than Steggles. I reckon you're, you're a good-sized Ingham turkey. <laughs> They're good. You've got some good calf the work turkey. going on there. Yeah. You Take got, that back. No, nah, you've got good calves. There's a bit, there's there's a bit of meat calves. on those. Well, no. I've got the ones like a barbecue chooksy get from Coles, <laughs> where when you pick up the drumstick, it just, the bone just falls out. It's good, where's the meat gone? That's so the sort of legs I've got. Yeah, I like that. Chicken. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, Dave, legs. Dave's thinking of dropping his moniker. I don't know, man. You know, as, as I said to earlier, like I'm, yeah. I'm turning 50 this year, and I think it's a bit old hat. It's a bit 90s, you know, Ooh. dangerous day. Dangerous? Like, I mean, you know, you, can, you go 50, can you go that far and then just all of a sudden change your identity? You, I actually think you probably need to, to be honest. That's what I'm thinking, too. I don't think you look old, and I think, you know, you've got Thanks, a Mary. great kind of, you know, young spirit to you, but I, think, I do think you should change your name to Pension a Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite there yet, even though they have a 50s. I can, yeah. uh, hey, we've got a couple of calls. Do you mind? We'll take them. Ken, calling from you. What do you reckon Dave's new name should be? I reckon Dave should be Delicate Dave. Delicate Dave, why? Well, after hearing the non-dangerous things that earned him his name. <laughs> Did you hear what his dangerous pursuits were? He said swimming, yes, with, I, he, he said, he said swimming with sharks. Yeah. And I said, oh, right, so in a cage or whatever. He goes, no, I was just swimming in the bay, <laughs> and I thought there could be sharks yeah. around. Yeah, oh, that's it. I Open mean, waters. We're all terrified of a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a dangerous thing to do. Oh, All right, yeah. we get the idea. Corey's yeah. on the line. Corey. Yeah. If you're a pilchard. <laughs> yeah, how you going? Corey, what do you think Dave's name should be? Oh, I think he should be called Deluxe Dave. Oh, what am I? Why, oh, why would you call him Deluxe Dave? Oh, he's a proud owner of a $10,000 flash bed. Oh, yeah, the oh, Tempa mattress. The Tempa yeah. mattress. Yeah, yeah, that, the that is true, yeah. and it is very deluxe. We got him, though. Corey. Yeah, is he did, it, too. How does it such a tight ass have a $10,000? Oh, well, I got it for free. It was free. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> Okay, because I was going to start maybe suggesting a different name there, Corey, for Dave, which was Dealer Dave, because I was thinking, how did he pay for a $10,000 mattress? <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> Bumbag Dave. $10,000 mattress and uh, sees a bit of action. Well, yeah, it does, too. I used yeah. to have some music for that, but I don't have that <laughs> You should invite somebody else to join you. <laughs> Lovely wife. Yeah, uh, $10,000. Oh, it's got NASA-style technology. It does. What, what do you get in a $10,000 mattress? It goes up, goes down. You've got the remote control, so you can put your feet up or you can put your back up. And um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the mattress. It's I, I need heat-resistent tiles, you know, like the job. ones they have on a... Oh, the space, space shuttle. Yeah. Space shuttle. For Just re-entry. To slow the friction. <laughs> Is that for re-entry? Because that's something that could happen on Dave's mattress, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Dave, Dave. He'll, this guy will know his name's Dave. Yeah. Dave from Wagga Wagga. What do you reckon Dave's name should be? 
Oh, I reckon you should be dedicated, Dave, to put up with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes! Get stuck, yes! Dave. Yes! Nothing oh, for you. Slab of Brick Lane. Well done. It's coming your way. Well done, Dave. Tell us about you. You must be so happy. It's, I'm so happy to have, see you face-to-face mm. and it's all it's great be out and having shared yeah. uh, community experiences. And you're going to be – have you missed the live? Have you missed the opportunity to stand up in front of a room full of people? Or, yeah, or, yeah, 100%. I reckon every comedian, you know, because let's face it, we're incredibly needy people. Um, <laughs> De- desperate. Desperate. Not, not a stretch. It's really sad. Like, it's yeah. really – what we've come to realise is that we would do everything that we do for a living for free. Um, <laughs> and now it's the time for us to be exploited for that. But, yeah. no, it's great to be back. What's awesome, and I did a couple of um, uh, Grapes and Mirth gigs in uh, Adelaide and Orange just before uh, Christmas, and seeing people react in crowds yeah. to yeah. an outdoor comedy event and being around comedy was awesome. Well, uh, get involved. Go and see yep. Merrick Watts do his thing yeah, in his natural habitat. Great to see you. Great Thanks times. for the wine. Great to be we'll here. We'll see you soon. Anytime. Anytime. Grapesofmirth.com.au for tickets to go see Merritt, uh, Peter Hellyer, Nate Valvo, Harley Breen, Geraldine Hickey, uh, Jude Pearl, and Mez as well. Should be amazing. Brown Brothers this weekend. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Here comes the weekend. It's Long weekend first. for a our lot of people, f- too. Is it our first week in review? It is. Malloy. Put together by the great Matt Dower. He's on Who's the joining us, and we'll speak to him very shortly. Yeah, take a listen. We kicked off the year with the show's huge announcement over summer. What the hell? I know has been going on in your world, but big changes. <laughs> Jane Kennedy is now our former co-host of Kennedy Malloy. Jamie joined us for one final time. I've been abandoned. I right. <laughs> It is so Kennedy and Kennedy Malloy who's had to hang up her microphone. Things just didn't turn out the way. <laughs> now, listen. Everybody, this is the highlight of my day, as you know. When you do a show like this, which I love, you put a lot of effort into it and I just felt I couldn't do 100% with kids. And that's where I'm a bit upset. Are you putting your family before me? (laughs) When I first took this job I had five kids at home. I was leaving to go to work. I didn't realise I'd be going to work to my sixth child. (laughs) And phone lines lit up with well wishes and concerns. He's going to keep Mickey in line. I mean, Angel's useless, right? Sorry, Dave. He is. But in all honesty, Jane, I'm lucky enough to speak to you in person. Thank you very much for all the time on the radio. You will be very, very sadly missed. Around Australia and on the show. Yeah, I'd just like, uh, how are you going to take a city now, Mick? Get stuffed. Good point, What's going to happen This then? random song request. Uh, seven Nation Army, the White Stripes oh, would song. be wonderful. I don't know that voice. Is that Artem Sitak? That <laughs> is correct. Oh, yeah, the number 78 ranked tennis player in the world who's clearly <laughs> bored shitless in lockdown. Gave us an exclusive player insight out of Australian Open quarantine. So how oh. do you feel your day? What are you doing? Yeah. Are you watching the telly? Well, I actually uh, have put the Friends on from Netflix. <laughs> friends? And, uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's, 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 um, who's who's it, your favourite friends? It's Chandler. Mick had safety concerns regarding a certain candle. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Yeah. That the actress Petals on Goop exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman <laughs> who won the product in a quiz. It exploded, or as I say, the candle had an orgasm. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> explosions. Is that a myth? Can I tell you this? Immediately after the candle exploded, all the men in the room fell asleep. <laughs> there were plenty of questions for Dr. Chris Brown about Mick's new puppy, Murphy. We got it for Christmas. I'm dumping it at Easter. Oh, so, so People say that a lot of owners choose dogs that most remind them of themselves. <laughs> I was going to get a Rottweiler with a massive wang. <laughs> Adam Rosenbach's joined us and reminded Mick of the first time they met. So I was a 22-year-old. Mark Malloy, you had finished your show, you were sitting out the front, and I saw Mick as I was walking out, and I thought, this is my chance. Mick, love the show, love the late show, blah, 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 and Mick just goes...
They have said hello. You had the ears of someone who doesn't wash their own hair. <laughs> Our producer James displayed some bizarre behaviour in the office. Young James goes up to the vending machine, yeah. which is still on the fritz. So you got a Kit Kat, but yep. instead of punching out one, it punched out two. Yes. In a moral <laughs> panic, he takes one and leaves the other what? in the drain. The actual F. Oh, well, this is you. the basis of our trade space system. I pay for oh, one, oh, I get but one. But someone else is going to get it for free. It's a freebie. And callers were equally appalled. I want to know if I'm actually able to nominate him for Clown of the Week <laughs> prematurely. I would have taken it and run because yep. that's what the next bloke's going to do anyway. Correct, right. I mean, the thing had a spat out 10 that would have taken 10 that would have eaten them all before I got home just so the wife didn't know. <laughs> Why would you even go past the aero bar for a Kit Kat? I don't uh, know. They only do the mint aero and I'm not a mint aero boy. There's oh, <laughs> a quote you don't hear every day. Wednesday we received another random song request. Can I please request uh, Hip to be the Sad Man? Okay. Is that you, Artem? Yeah, it's me again. Artem <laughs> From our favourite quarantine tennis professional on day six of his Melbourne stay. You're a curious blend of Russian and New Zealand. Yeah. I... I am, yeah. I'm going to put something to you. I heard this. Were you keeping bees in New Zealand? Was, yeah. Wow. You were. Well, no wonder you can handle the boredom of lockdown. <laughs> You're a New Zealander who keeps bees. That's amazing. Charlie Pickering made his first Malloy appearance. Can I just say, yes. like, I will absolutely miss Jane being here as a friend. What did you do? <laughs> oh, look, it's no one thing. <laughs> Thursday, a huge development in Kit Kat Gate. After it was discovered, the office vending machine surveillance cameras were turned off during the incident. So we demanded answers from our office manager, Roshana. You're the only one who had access to the footage. The footage has mysteriously disappeared. Have you had access to a Kit Kat? Look. <laughs> okay, let's get in our first witness. Matt O'Gorman, oh, he's one of our DJs rubbish. as well. I was surprised to see a Kit Kat at the bottom of the vending machine. Oh, my God. I went to the vending machine also to get a Kit Kat. So it was me. Oh, I was oh, the culprit. On. I grabbed it and gave it to her as a gift because she was so flat out. So you ate the proceeds of the crime. <laughs> it's I... in my drawer. Uh, I'll be needing that as evidence. <laughs> <laughs> if we got to the bottom of it. Look at all the trouble you caused, James. Planet America's Chaz Lichardello shared his favourite Trump lowlight from the past four years. There was a hurricane. Trump just sent a tweet saying it's going to Area 2. He just made a mistake. That happens. The weather guy said, you made a little mistake. Just be very clear where this hurricane's going. And he said, no, you're wrong. And to prove that you're wrong, I'm going to hold a press conference and I'm going to hold up your weather map, but I'm going to draw in texter the area that I said the hurricane was going to go to and then I'm going to walk away and act like I won. Denise Scott joined us and she, like many other guests this week, only had one question. Look, there is somebody missing. It's like, so what went on there? Where is Jane Kennedy? Mm. I'm getting a lot of this accusatory. I'm sensing trouble. No, not at all. Oh, Jane Kennedy and me. So we wrap up our first massive week of Malloy. A week that saw us farewell our much-loved co-host for the past three years, Jane Kennedy. What a treat to be able to do a national radio show, Mickey. Thank you for being a gentleman with me. Also, one of the first men in this country to absolutely insist on parody, even calling the show Kennedy Malloy. That meant a lot. You are more than anyone's equal, and I've enjoyed working with you for so many years, and I know we're going to do it again. It has been... 
can you fill in the bits where I'm crying? Jane, do you know what it is? Is it to pursue your illicit affair with Dr Chris Brown? Oh. Well, why don't we ask him? Hi, Chris. Well, this is quite a revelation. I mean, you can read about it in Woman's Day next week. I'm quite sure. Chris. Jane, it's been such joy and um, we'll miss you a lot. Thanks, Doc. Thank you for your service, Jane. We love you, Thank you so much. Thank you for not putting me on the Deadpool list. (laughs) This... Is Malloy. By the way, you missed our Week in Review, the podcast. You can catch up at Malloy and uh, put together by the great Matt Dow. That's for his voice. Uh, you're hearing uh, doing those breakers. He joins us now in the studio. Matty, hey how guys. are you? Yes, good, thank you. Uh, you're uh, you may be rightly suspicious of what we're up to because <laughs> yeah. we we asked you to do something for us earlier in the week and you've had a busy week. And by the way, congratulations on that you handled the Jane stuff and everything beautifully yeah, so in the Week in Review. Uh, but we asked you to do produce something for us and there was a story about Elon Musk who... Yeah been blamed for killing cats. Yeah, Jamie uh, Lynn because Spears. Because the, te- yeah. the Tesla's so quiet. Yeah, yeah. We, we said, wouldn't it be funny if David Attenborough <laughs> was uh, in a David Attenborough documentary, uh, David Attenborough was hit by a Telstra which snuck up on him <laughs> from behind. But you didn't do that. No, no, I heard bits of that conversation. I was actually emailing Charlie Pickering at the time about an upcoming segment and uh, only heard selected bits yep. of that uh, So brief. you rearranged them in your own order. Yes, correct. And what did we get? We got a, a cat... Well, we, the cat was ticked off, but um, and, and we got Attenborough, and we got a Tesla. Right, um, but in the wrong order. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a listen. Oh, Many people regarded it as the most costly in the history of mankind. <laughs> if we act now, we can yet put it right. So the cat got hit, not <laughs> yes, yeah, by Attenborough not driving the Tesla. David Attenborough. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. because you're such a professional, you insisted on going back into the studio and yeah. you produced this up for it. Here it is as it was supposed to sound. <laughs> David Attenborough being hit by a Tesla yeah. that sneaks up on him. But things are different today. Today, monkeys are teaching us things. Watch what happens. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, Maddie. Job done. The well other reason we got in, it's your birthday. It was your birthday on, on Friday. Week, yes. Thank you yes, very much. Thank Come you. here. We've, we've organised you something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because coming we, we, couldn't oh, do the show. Wow. we couldn't do the show without you. And we go, what are we going to get you? So what we've organised, mm. this is a night out for you because we know you love live music. It's Hang been a bit light on. Yeah. Uh, so what we've done is we've organised you a night out with Katie, with, uh, with the Miss. You're going to go. To you know, Jimmy's, my yeah. Dimitri's feast. You've got a two hundred dollar gift voucher there oh, to have. Hang on, hang on, to have dinner at Dimitri's feast in yeah. Richmond. It's the best Greek food. I picked it up last night, and mm. let's say I had a couple. Okay. So <laughs> the, how much is left? The two hundred. <laughs> Maybe okay, slightly. Conditions apply. <laughs> okay, right. And then we have uh, at your selection mm. a double to the corner for any show oh, you want to go guys. to this year. Yep. Insane. It's a little thank you for everything you do. You're the best, Matty. You're the best Couldn't in the business of what you do, and we uh, we love you as part so, of the show. So pick no, it like an international it. touring band. Thanks, mate. We thank really appreciate it. And thanks for helping us through this transition. Happy birthday, big fella. Thank you. That's Matt. Tower, and this is Malloy. Get with the program, Toots. This is Malloy. That's just about a rat, Mick, for week one. Well done, everybody, for for a difficult change oh, here man. at Triple M on this program. Jane will be sorely missed. She Can't will. be replaced. We're soldiering on, and well done, everyone. Yeah, been and, huge. Maddie, who's done, oh, he's, he's off to the best night of his life. Can't Dimitri's wait. feast yeah, so in what, Richmond. What, what's, it's what's the, your, best, what, the best Greek restaurant. On the menu, the what would you pick? I go the lamb chops. I'd go the quail. Oof. I'd go the prawn. I'll be doing all that in about half an hour. Some Negronis as well. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I hate Negronis. <laughs> 
Half way to your 200 bucks. Yeah. And of course, the Corner Hotel, which I think is, is the ground zero for live music I in agree. Australia. It is the best. Yeah, and yeah. they're reopened for business. Yeah, you come to so Melbourne, get along place, and eh? do that as well. Mm. Uh, one and all, thank you very much. Hey, big week next week. Uh, we had some A-listers in today. We had Ross Noble and Merrick, by the way, the podcast. You can catch up what you missed out there. But next week, we're back with Jim Jeffries from I LA. Bang! Top Always fun. Got- he'll, he'll tip the table upside down, no doubt. Narrowly, we'll be back on Monday yep. with a weekend and sport. And it's the day of Dave's, uh, Mick. We've got uh, Dave Reynolds, Dave O'Neill, and... and formerly uh, known Dangerous as Dangerous Dave. Dave. Yeah. Wow. That's next week. Tune in to Malloy and Dave Bye. Now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.